Hey, hey, beautiful human. Welcome to the Soul Revolution Podcast, your cosmic playground for mind, body, and beyond. If you're ready for an epic journey of transformation and evolution, you have come to the right place. Let me tell you, this is not your average self-help show. We are all about keeping it real, relatable, and a ton of fun. Get ready to be inspired by incredible stories that'll make your soul do a happy dance, expert guidance that will light your path, and discover a whole buffet of healing possibilities. Whether you're new to the mindfulness game or you're a seasoned spiritual explorer, we've got something for every human out there. So get comfy, hit that play button, and let's dive into the soul revolution where healing meets happy and magic happens. Okay, this conversation on multiple awakenings that I sat down and had with Isabel Frank is going to give you so much insight and such a beautiful point of view for your own journey. I cannot wait for you to dive in. Isabel is such an incredible healer. She is a psychic medium. She's a spiritual intuition coach. She's an accomplished author. And she works with clients worldwide to really experience their own profound healing, to embark on their own transformation journey. She has walked them through shadow work. She walks them into their purpose. She um, allows them to really learn how to harness their innate power, their own personal audacity, and connect to their boundless creativity. And I know that you're going to glean so much from our conversation, and I cannot wait to hear what you take away. Let's dive right in. Here we go. Let's talk about multiple awakenings and what that looks like. I would love to hear, Isabel, about your experience. I will share mine, I'm sure, somewhere down the the conversation. Yeah, but I'd love to hear like, what was your first awakening? Like, what did that look like? And how did you recognize that that's even what was happening? Like, what was your path to awakening? I don't think that I think majority of us don't even know we're going through a spiritual awakening until we're like, halfway in it. (laughs) And then we're like, you know, what is going (laughs) on? Like, what is actually happening? So I think, like I said before, we have multiple awakenings throughout our life. Like that is always what's going to happen. I had someone yesterday ask me like, when does it stop? And I'm like, it doesn't. (laughs) You literally signed a soul contract that your soul will always and continuously evolve. So whether you're here in the physical plane of human school doing Mm -hmm. the work, you're going to still be doing the work in the spiritual plane. Yes. You You know, and so that's our, that's what we're called to do. We're called to evolve. So we always go through these awakenings. I think I can tell you one of the very first awakenings I probably had was when I realized that my ability to communicate with the the other realms was Mm. not, I I think it is very normal these days and I think everyone can do it. But I also realized like what, when I went through that shift of going like, okay, wait a second. I spent my whole childhood you know, communicating with the other side. And that's not, Mm -hmm. that's not normal. So that (laughs) was like an awakening as I stepped into a different side of myself and realized, you know, what my life purpose was. Yeah. That's huge. That's huge. Because I think that happens for many people, but it's also, do you feel like, or think 
you're almost at a crossroads because you can choose to embrace that and say, these are my gifts. This is what I've had my whole life. I didn't realize that nobody used to, and some people are like, and they close the door and then they just keep doing life. Yeah. Yeah. I think that though, that's what we're, when we're talking about, like just focusing on the spiritual awakening, right. It's that call to that inner sense of knowing like deeper mental awareness, higher consciousness. And it's a shift Mm -hmm. in your perspective to the world or in the way that you see the world. And I think no matter what we hit a crossroads of, okay, (laughs) you know, do you want to continue down this or would you like to retreat back into just, I don't know anything type of thing. Right. Right. Uh, so I think every every awakening that we have is a crossroad at some point. Yes. Yes. Isn't that yeah. wild? Because I'm just thinking about it. I loved how you said earlier that it's like the continuous evolution. And so if you even if people looked at their next level of like their the next iteration of themselves, the next evolution, it really is like another awakening. It's a, it's awakening to yourself over and over and over again, your truest self, like the true essence of who you are, what you're here to do. And it's almost like a remembering. It is. It's exactly a remembering of it, but there's, how do you want it? I'm asking, I'm trying not to go into channeling mode. Like I do that so often. (laughs) Okay. How do you want to explain this? Yeah. In the sense that it's like, how do you, you, you know, we come down into this world and we have, we go through that void of like, I don't remember my power. I don't remember my confidence. Mm-hmm. I don't remember why I chose this life. I don't remember the lessons I have to learn. I don't remember any of it. So I feel like when we're going through these awakenings, it's a call to action to remember, mm-hmm. you know, who you truly are and, and that unlimited, this. you know, that unlimited power that you have. Right. Yeah. Um, And oftentimes I think we go through, not everybody, but oftentimes we go through a traumatic experience in order to kind of, are you going to pay attention now? Like, are you going to see what needs to be healed now? You know, are you going to focus on you now? So, yeah, not always. So with, not always, but often, I agree with you often. My, a lot of my stuff was awakenings were traumatically inspired. (laughs) Traumatically inspired. (laughs) It's a new twist. But I think the more we get into it and the more we get comfortable and open to that, it doesn't, it's not always traumatic, right? Like it's just, then we're experiencing life and then coming together with the awakening and saying, oh my gosh, this is what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. I had, like I said yesterday, the other day when somebody asked me, you know, I was on a live and somebody's like, when's the suffering stop? And I'm like, well, mm. it really isn't about when the suffering stops. It's about when your viewpoint changes. Right. And like, honestly, I was like, we're always going to, like I said, we're always going to be pushed to grow. Does it get easier? Not always and not necessarily, but what happens is that you create such a connection with yourself and the awareness Mm -hmm. within yourself that it happens a little faster where you're like, I see where I'm resisting here. I see where I need to heal or I need to let this go. So in some sense, it becomes easier because we learn to have the awareness and confidence and learning to trust and listen and and process and do the work. Yep. But does it happen? No. (laughs) <laughs> no, never. No, it, never it, feel, it feels differently. Sometimes it's not yeah. as painful as, yeah, it, I don't know. I, for me, it's become like a fun game. <laughs> a fun game. <laughs> it's a fun game. 
Yeah. I just never know when it's going to happen again. You know what I mean? (laughs) No. You know, there's so much growth in being vulnerable and there's so much growth when you really do learn to tune into yourself that I think, you know, part of that is like, people are always like, you know, I fear this or I fear change or I fear letting go. And honestly, I get that to a point where like, I've looked at fear now when fear starts settling in, I'm like, Mm -hmm. what's on the other side of that? What what does that look like over there? There's something there that's called- There's something there. Yeah, it doesn't mean shut down to me. It means I'm gonna go, I'm gonna push forward. Yeah, exactly. Like, let's explore this. Let's see what's over there. And typically on the other side of that is awakening. (laughs) So tell me, I'd love to hear about like, I also had a question and a thought when that first awakening happened for you, right? When you came to connect with like realizing that you have these gifts and that you're called to bring them forward. Was there something that spurred that or was it really just a like, hmm? Yeah, no, I always say it was the mama bear in me that spurred it because like I grew up Mm. this way. So when I saw spirits starting to interact with my children and them starting to go through the anxieties, I was like, we're not doing. And at that point too, my home had such high spirit activity. I mean, you're talking Mm -hmm. lights in the middle of the night, door slamming, electronics turning on out of nowhere. Like there was so much. And I was constantly in like premonition mode. I had gotten one of the things that actually happened was I... I can see where like before this actually occurred, I had a really Mm. heavy premonition. Like I had a premonition at that time, I was pregnant with my third child and I was pregnant with my third child. I was coming down in my premonition, I was coming down the driveway and my grandfather's street's very narrow. And so somebody Mm. blocked me, like I couldn't get out of the street. This car pulls up in front of me, comes out and the gentleman has a gun. And I was like, I just knew he's gonna kill me. I grabbed my stomach and I literally was like, I prayed, you know, take care of my yeah. baby. And yeah. I died. Like I just like, oh, wow. like I woke up and I died. I couldn't understand it until a couple of weeks later, I go into a, what do you call it? A checkup, an ultrasound. Mm. And you see the doctor fidgeting and they're panicked on their face. Cause I was already two semest- two trimesters in. And okay. I just knew, I just knew. And I was like, tell me the date that the heart stopped beating. And they were like, they told me the time frame, and it was right at, wow. right around when I had it. Now, what happened in that was that when I went to, so months go by, right? You're mourning the loss of a child. Things are happening really fast in life. And somebody literally gave me their children. They're like, we can't care for our children. Can you please take them? My arms were open. I took in the children. We go into months of like, now I'm, you know, have four children overnight trying to process all this. I didn't realize till later the day that I received the children was the day that my baby would have been due. Had I had a baby, I would have Wow. So I think that was the spark of like, okay, there's something yeah. more here. There's something right. else deeper happening to you. And there was like one after another. Right. Uh, but yeah. And then also the mama bear of like, I'm not going to have them go through it as well. Yeah. That's incredible. And and it is speaks right to what we were saying earlier is sometimes we need those big jolts So that we can like get that instant like connection, like, oh my gosh, there's something else like this is has deeper meaning than, you know, just something tragic happening, right? Like we get that opportunity to connect with it in, in a certain way that's going to lead us down the path, right? Lead us down the path to how we're called, why we're here, how we're called to serve. It's incredible. My deepest, deepest love for the loss of the baby, but also knowing that like 
that was a part of the baby's job, right? Like just even thinking this is like how, how I have chills, like how incredible that there's nothing that is lost or wasted. Like everything is always working for our highest and best and the highest and best of all. Like, it's just phenomenal to, to hear your story and, and see how it's all turned out and played out. (laughs) So good. Yeah. Thanks. (laughs) So what about going forward? Like, have you, what are like all of the multiple awakenings? Like, are there bigger ones that have come along and then smaller ones along the way? Like, I really want people to, to hear this conversation and be able to look at their own life. And if they're not like, if they're like, Oh shit, like this was what it's been leading me to. This was actually an awakening I was experiencing. That's why I think this way and feel this way now after that, like I want people to see this and also continue to get the message that you're continuously awakening. (laughs) Well, I think the very first one that we're discussing in stages is that waking up to the void, right? You realize there's something something else, there's something bigger going on. So you kind of wake up to that. Maybe it's, you know, yeah. not finding something fulfilling in your life anymore and realizing you want to, you know, go into more or, you, right. wanna, you know, you have a bigger purpose, whatever it is. There's almost like a disconnect to your daily life. And totally. And, and then I think we go into after that, I think we have, I'm going to say segments because I don't think that mm. the next awakening necessarily happens like all at once. And right. I think that's like that, what we call or what people have heard is the dark night of the soul. Mm-hmm. Yeah. we've heard that name and I yeah. I think you know when I look at that I really look at it as a dying of, of self right yes. of yes. self. it's your ego basically yeah and that's honestly I think the lowest point and I think that the thing that we really talk about is this is that people get stuck here people get yes. stuck in this area yes this you know yeah they start thinking you know did i do things wrong you know am i Mm -hmm. wrong they question their life right they get stuck into what i will call maybe a spiritual depression or just a depression in itself and so that's kind of where we're really called to do that Mm -hmm. really deep work and start really looking at you know what roles have i been playing in my life that don't necessarily agree with me you know what baggage have i have i willingly taken on that isn't mine to carry you know, who am I? Mm-hmm. Um, what are my values? That's always a big question. People are like, what does that mean? I'm like, exactly. Have you ever thought about what right? values are? Like, <laughs> just take your parents' values on, you know? And like, what it just, who are you tired of being? Yeah. Who are you? Right. So that's, I think, one of our deepest and the biggest growth we make. Now, I will say this with like full warning. When mm-hmm. you go through the dark night of the soul and your ego, and you are coming out of that other side, that means there's going to be a lot of stripping. <laughs> there's yeah. going to be a lot of things that either fall away naturally, yeah. or you are now called to be the leader of saying like, this just isn't working for me. Right. Whether it's friendships, relationships, jobs, like this yeah. is not, it's not working for me. So it's, almost, and that's not easy. No, it's not. And that's why I think no. it's called the dark night of the soul because we take yeah. on this pain, we take on this hurt, yeah. we take on this. What did I spend 20 years building? You right. know, we take right. on all of this dying of like, it's not about your ego, it's about the yeah. bigger, the bigger sense of yourself, the bigger picture. Yeah. yeah. The bigger picture. There's, and I, it's so wild because when that happens, it is, it literally feels like your whole world is falling apart. It's exactly like you said, like I built this whole thing, I built this whole thing. Are you, (laughs) 
Yeah, it's gone. And I say there's yeah. stages because I think we go through parts of it little by little. Like, yeah. you know, I don't necessarily follow, I'll be honest, I don't follow the Bible word for word, but I did yeah. teach it for like years. And yeah. there's a part where it says, you know, God will only give us so much that we can handle. And I believe right. that fully in like the universe. Right. Well. So I think, totally. you know, you only get what you can handle in the moment. Right. Breath, breathe. It'll give you moments yeah. to breathe. Okay, guess yeah. what? You're going to have to go back in because there's something else you're not looking right. at. Right. You know? Yeah. And each time it's like, you're building up more resilience, more courage, more patience with yourself, more grace, like to get through the next layer that needs to come down in order to come back to yourself. Because again, like we said in the beginning, it's, it's all a remembering it's all a coming back. And so in order to come back, all of that false sense of self, false life that we built around all of our wounds, all of our patterns, all of the stuff that you, you know, you mentioned our parents that we just take on that really isn't ours to take on, but we build this whole life around it. That in of itself, it's like, we get comfortable in that life, but most people, when we ask them, and I'm sure your clients tell you the same and people you have conversations with tell you the same thing. Like they're not ultimately happy inside. There's like, and old, cause I wasn't like straight up. I had this like picture perfect life on the outside. You, I tell people all the time, go back and scroll my social media. Look at this era. Everything looks fine. Everything looks great. Yeah. You think I'm fine. I was dying inside, I like know. literally dying inside. And that's because I had built this whole life based on the foundation of all my wounds, of all my trauma, of all of this false sense of self, my ego, all of this stuff. And so when it came crashing down, that shit is fucking painful. Like there is no two ways around it. It it is very painful 100%. to have it, watch it all crumble, but it's, and at the same time, because you're in this awakening and this connectedness to knowing that it's happening for your best interest, it's happening. There's something even better. Like you thought that was okay. And it was like good at some points, like something even better is on the other side of all of that coming down. And you have to continue doing the work to pull it down, to keep moving forward. It's, it's a, it's a wild ride. It is a wild ride. It's a roller coaster. It's a moments of like <laughs> your lows and then you're free. You're like, Oh, I can, I can feel what yeah. freedom feels like. I can feel what love yeah. feels like. I can feel what like yes. this whole openness that I get to explore mm. looks like, you know, but then there, it's not to say there's not moments that you're just like, okay, I'm up and down and I'm up and yeah. down, but I hundred percent, you know, agree with what you're saying. Cause it was the same for me. Like I left my marriage of 17 yep. years, you know, and yep. I had to like go through all of that to redefine who I really was and to find, yeah. to find myself again, right. again. Right. <laughs> so yeah. 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 Um, it's, it's incredible to see because similarly, and we talked about this last week, but, you know, coming out of, I feel like that me coming out of this, the marriage, like I'm divorced mm-hmm. now, we were married for 11 years together for 13 years. And, and even in that, I could see that I had even called that in and built that based on all of my false sense of self, all of my wounds, so much, so many patterns, so much trauma. And that was like a massive awakening, like massive after my first, and I don't even know how many awakenings before that, but that was like, and, and I, I want to get your thoughts on this because I feel like it's almost, you know, it's like coming to me right now is like earthquakes because mm-hmm. we live in Southern California 
there's always earthquakes you know like you'll get the little rumbly ones and I feel like those are like the mini awakenings so you're like oh yes I remember this about myself and then sometimes there's fucking big ones and you're like that was scary yeah (laughs) stop you know duck under that's how some of the bigger ones feel and that's how like I distinctly like again there's like the little awakenings that I've had that I'm like it feels so good. They feel refreshing. You're like, I know who I am more and more and more. And you're remembering, even though, even if it was a little challenging and you had to heal some wounds and stuff around it, but then there's like these massive ones that it's like literally like a big earthquake or volcano erupting, but it's again, for the bigger, greater good of you stepping more and more into your purpose. Like have you, that, I will say every time I've had those massive ones, it has literally catapulted me forward into my purpose work. hundred percent, like a hundred, hundred percent. I mean, I wouldn't be here now. I, I honestly can say I would not be doing this work at the extent that I do it if I had not gotten mm. divorced. Yeah. Like I just wouldn't have. There was so much yeah. in that healing that I had to do in myself in order to be a leader that I am now. Like, yeah. you know, I had to go through that. I, I signed, I do, I can see where like, I signed that contract long ago that right. I would learn these lessons and that I would break the patterns for, you know, my, right. my children as well, that I would let them, you know, Same. have that freedom to choose. I think a lot of us in our spiritual awakenings realize how much of our life has been created based on the dreams and aspirations of other people and not ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, and so we built this facade to hide that pain. We build this facade so that everybody can see that we're okay. You know, we gather ourselves around people that, you know, we can show laughter and we can show these things. Not wrong with that, but it is wrong when you're hiding from yourself within it. And I think that's where, you know, that dying of self really comes in to realize like, oh, I'm calling my, I'm calling BS on everything I've been doing and built you know, this is not who I am. This is not what I wanted. This is what I was taught to have, you know, and that's why I say we live our life based on the values of other people, but yes. not the values of ourselves. Yes. And not even remembering what our values are. It's like, exactly. it's you don't that have- coming. Yeah. You never gave yourself yeah. permission to find it. Right. So it's like, it's okay, incredible. wait, I'm going to give myself permission to like, kind of discover that, which I think removes us into the next stage. <laughs> Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know? mm-hmm. and that's where it's like okay you come out the other side and I think that's where you see no offense but I'm gonna totally call BS on it where people are like you know positive vibes only oh, you yeah. know, I'm coming yeah, over yeah, to the yeah. other side come on now you know I want to buy into like the spirituality of it and yeah. I want to experiment and all these things yeah. I mean I'm not against experimentation <laughs> or figuring out who you are because like you said you don't know we don't right. know our values we don't know who right. we are so there's a little bit more on the next stage where you're in the experimentation part right yeah i'm just yeah. gonna this is really what i can hear spirit saying it's not so much about experimenting but it's about allowing yourselves to have joy in your life in a mm-hmm. way that is unfiltered like you've never yes been. It's about allowing yourself to experience the joy in the little things, but also in the big things as well. Yeah. And it's creating a new sense of self. It's that's the rediscovering part of you. Yes. Even if you're like, I never even knew this side of me existed, you're still rediscovering yeah. because it was always there in the whole part. Right. You just never allowed yourself right. to and that's where people go into like like a sponge. Like we just want to like soak up everything that we can possibly yeah. get around and get. It's a beautiful stage. I'm, I love this stage, 
I will be honest, it doesn't last forever. <laughs> <laughs> as much as you want it to, it will not last forever because guess what? You're going to go through another like, Yeah. <laughs> another <laughs> yeah. It's good. It's so good. It's true. It, we find our mentors. Yeah. We find our groups. Yeah. We find our crowds yeah. during this stage. We find our passions. We find our purpose. Yeah. You know, it's like the universe giving us something to hold on to as we keep navigating yeah. forward. Yeah. And that's where I feel like once we get to that stage and we've experienced all of the phases, right? Like each of the phases you've, especially when you've gone through all the phases once, and that's why it's really important. I love the fact that you touched on so many people getting stuck in the like dark night of the soul phase, because that I've seen that happen. And it's just so like, mm, makes me so like mm, sad, unfortunate, because you haven't experienced the fullness of what's on the other side of that. Right. Yeah. And that's a part of the whole evolution is like, yes, like, the undoing and all of that and the healing, people get stuck in the healing over and over and over again. There's, you have to, to get to that other side, you have to be in motion, right? Like constantly being in motion forward, using your gifts, using as that step reawakens in you, because I see this every time, like there's an awakening more and more of your gifts, your talents, all of that stuff starts resurfacing, right? The stuff that we've tucked back underneath is as we grew up and said, we can't do those things anymore or disconnected from a lot of our spiritual gifts, all that stuff will start re resurfacing. And so as we move into, if we allow ourselves to connect to that and not get stuck in the, the muddiness of it's like quicksand, right? Like getting yeah. stuck in the, in the healing, stuck in the healing and not moving forward. We don't get to experience the fullness of that unicorns and sunshine phase. Right. That's, right. fun. that's the fun. That's the joy. Yeah. That's where it's all at. So you get like the fullness of all of it, right? Like you get to experience all of it. So then the next time the awakening comes, the next time the thing comes that needs to be, you know, the paradigm that needs to be shattered, all of that stuff that needs to be, it's like, you know what to expect. Oh, I need, here it is. Oh, I'm awake. Oh, okay. This is what I need to dig through. This is what I need to heal through. Oh, and then there's going to be something really magical on the other side of that. Right. And then I get to rest in that for until the next time. Like, if you get stuck in any part, you're not going to experience the fullness of the evolution of the awakening. I 100% agree. And it's about trying to like, not about trying, but so much of learning how to create the balance in it, right? So yes. one of the things like as you're talking about the dark night of soul, you know, one of the things that when you're going through this process that a lot of us, I think, have been taught is to fear those emotions that are going to come mm -hmm. up with the dark night of the soul, right? We've right. been taught that feeling anger is wrong. We've been taught that feeling right. sadness is wrong. We've been taught that all these I don't want to use the word lower because I don't really believe in it, but all these other yeah. emotions are are wrong. But right. no, there's so much truth to be had in there. I always say that emotions is energy in motion. Right. You have to allow these emotions to come up for you. You have to allow yeah. yourself to feel that sadness, to, to grieve maybe your childhood, to grieve yeah. whatever it is you're grieving. You have to allow yourself that process. In doing so, you're creating space within yourself to bring in new abundance of energy, to create mm -hmm. and to redefine yourself. And I think what happens, like you said, and I'm agreeing, just agreeing with you, piggybacking on it, yeah. is that that's where people get stuck in that healing process. Yep. It's more about helping you to have an awareness into what needs to be released and what you need to look at and changing your perspective to bring in. And, yeah. and we get stuck in it. And it really is one of these things, I, it's funny, I 
I'm not gonna name names, but I, I have someone who's a healer. She's a healer and she posts these mm -hmm. videos of her just crying all the time. Mm. And I actually texted her, I'm like, honey, like <laughs> what's going on? Like, <laughs> like I understand that healing hurts and we have to show yeah. that sometimes. And I even very right. honest with my clients, I will show in right. life what I'm going through and things like that. But at the same time, I'm like, you've got to show them the other side. You have right. to show them how to switch a perspective and look right. at things. But right. by all means, honor what you're going through. Don't yeah. don't discard it. Don't push it into the shadow. Don't bypass it. Don't yeah. bypass it. But learn to see yourself through it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I think having the community around you yeah. that will, like you did, call you out on your shit, right? Like, mm -hmm. okay, I see you. I hear you. I'm with you. How can we move? How can I help you move through right. this, right? What tools, resources, support do you need? Because if we're not allowing people to come in, it's easy to get stuck. It's easy to get stuck if we keep ourselves alone and separate. This is where it's huge to have a community around you that's on the same path of moving forward, of healing and breaking down all of their old, you know, patterns, ways, wounds, healing, all of that stuff, like getting plugged into the spaces and the places where you can be supported in a way that feels really good, but that's going to empower us to continue to move forward. Because it's like what you surround yourself with is what you're going to continue to be yeah. if you're surrounded by no one and you're doing this on your own you're your own worst enemy you're just going to tell yourself to keep staying in the, in the yuck right and not moving forward if you don't have anyone else sometimes we do need to be drug along like you know when I was going through my divorce it was fucking sucky like all of the healing I had to go through it was left to my own devices, I wouldn't even, we wouldn't even be having this conversation right now. And potentially, you know what I mean? Like I needed my women around me, my community around me to literally drag me through, hold me in that space while I processed everything so that I knew on the other side, I knew I was going to come out on the other side, but we, it's the community and the connection to others is so important to, to get us sometimes to that other side when we're not capable of doing it on our own. It's really, really important. I agree. Yeah. Do you have a community place that you like to plug people into that if anyone listening wants to connect yeah. with you? I, well, one, I think I built a really great, I'll be honest, I built a really great community on TikTok. So I mm, love, I love this. Yeah. I go live there often and it's, we've all become familiar with each other in the chats, yeah. you know, you, it's so good to see people supporting each other, really cool. you know, when they're going through loss or they're going through something yeah. and to hear you're not alone. Right. Um, so I do there's that's I would say is my biggest community. I mean, I do have a okay. Facebook group and yeah. you know, you can find me on Instagram, but I think the biggest one for me right now is really the TikTok. I, mm. I mean, everyone's kind of really grown to know each other and, yes. and support each other. So that's a pretty cool group. I love that. Okay. Women. I can't wait. Yeah. Men so, and women. Oh, I know. Same, same here. We're serving men and women because yeah. it's like, everybody needs this, right? Yeah. Everybody needs, it's just one big community. That's what we're here to do. Mm -hmm. I love this conversation. I feel like we could talk forever about all the things. Like oh, I'm already so thinking, I know I'm already thinking about all the conversations that we're going to have. This is going to be great. So we definitely will have you back. <laughs> um, but in the meantime, are there any resources, tools that you have, we can drop in the notes, or is there anything that you want to give someone who is in this space of awakening, give them, you know, some tips or something that they could take away and work on themselves. And also letting anybody know if do you have anything coming up that they can plug into. I just really want to people who are feeling connected to you. I want them to be able to access you wherever, wherever yeah. you want to guide them. Okay. 
I will say one of the biggest things, I mean, I have a lot of free resources. You can go to my yeah. website, isabelhealing.com and see the free resources there as far as like other just pre-recorded classes too. But one of them I have is a free class on boundaries. And so mm. I think this is completely fitting for our conversation. Totally. And it just goes over what are boundaries, you know, the different types of boundaries, how to create boundaries, and it's completely free. So I definitely would recommend anyone that's listening to this. Wait a second, I yes. don't understand my values. I don't understand what this looks like because when we go through spiritual awakenings, you will be look you will be looking at your boundaries. For sure. <laughs> so, and you'll yes. know right away if you had none. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. That's I, I definitely tell everybody go check that out. Yeah. And then as well as, you know, just find me on social media. And then I have yeah. my mentorship and my coaching services. Perfect. I love this. Thank you so much. All of it. You can connect with Isabel. All of the links that she just mentioned will be in the show notes. So please click there to connect with her. I can't wait to have you back. I can't wait to have more conversations. I'm so grateful for your time and your energy and sharing your story with all of us. We'll talk soon. Yeah. See you soon. Bye. Bye. Hey friend, thanks so much for joining us for this episode. We hope your soul is stirred and your human has been inspired. Now the magic doesn't stop here. We would love to have you with us over in our Happy Human community on Facebook, where you can connect more with our guests, get access to free tools and resources, and best of all, be immersed in a really rad community that will continue to support you on your journey. Simply search Facebook for Happy Human Community. That's human spelled H-Y-O-U-M-A-N. And we will see you on the inside. Now, if you're hungry for even deeper transformation, please visit happyhuman.com. That's H-A-P-P-Y-H-Y-O-U-M-A-N.com and sign up for our next Core Wound Healing Group session. This is our pay what you can offering to the world because we truly believe that healing should be accessible to every human. Remember, your presence helps the world shine even brighter. So keep seeking healing, keep spreading the love, and keep embracing the happy human within you because that is the key to your soul revolution. Mm -hmm.